What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Some leather-lunged New Yorker. He's cheering for the Panthers, but he's behind me. And he was making all these jokes. He's like, yeah, the Panthers are losing by a hair. Now, I heard these Florida fans are rabid, but this is ridiculous. Anyways, and then security came down. Right from from everybody, because the rabbit's not hurting anybody. I was kind of hoping the rabbit would crap all over the kids. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Yes, it is. Welcome to the RP Show. We got breaking news right out of the gate that we're going to get to in moments. I feel like we're going to be a little out of order today, but that's okay. Uh, it's fun. For the television and streaming viewers, you will see... A very special guest with me in the bunker. He's coming up next segment, but the West Cates, the Hall of Famer West Cates, the pride of Columbus, Ohio, is here. He's going to come up a little later on, and uh, we got so much stuff that we're going to get to. I think the Moose, he joins us from PEI in the Canada Winter Games. Let's bring him in. Darren Moose DuPont. I feel, Moose, like you just want to sit back and listen to the West Cates, <laughs> man. Uh, but I had to bring you on because I think this is, I think, the only segment we're going to have you today. I'm not sure. But how are things in the lovely Maritimes? Things are awesome. I gave you a little video tour this morning of our, our little space right on the water, and the sun is shining. It is great, um, and we're into day five now. I think day four of the competition, so uh, things are going really well. Okay, I'm glad to hear you say that everything's great because it's so cold here, and people need to understand <laughs> something. I've got my Atlanta hoodie on, bunny hug as we say here in Sask. How cold is it, Rod? Well, <clears throat> You have to understand, 20% of our audience is in America. It's growing daily. There's people from Florida, and Wes can back this up, I think. They're adults. They've never left the state of Florida. So they quite regularly ask, in their life, they've never left Florida. Why would you? I get it. But I had to take my van, Moose, to a heated underground garage today just to thaw out. My laptop was in my briefcase for the afternoon in my vehicle. When I got home and plugged it in, it wouldn't work. My doesn't surprise you, Wes. You've lived here long enough, the pride of Columbus, Ohio. It's so cold. I saw a squirrel holding his nuts up against a heater. <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. So Wes Kate's coming up. Sam Cosentino and from the athletic Ian Mendez. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And- <laughs> That's still working. 
Uh, we're going to start with the NHL, and I have to remind myself, this is not SportsCenter. This is a talk show, and we're going to get into stuff with Wes that had nothing to do with what went on last night in sports. But I want to tell you, Connor McDavid reached 800 career points and scored his 43rd and 44th goals as the Oilers beat Philly 4-2. You didn't see it, Darren, but I thought my buddies Joaquin Gage and Bob Stoffer were going to come to blows on the intermission on the Oilers broadcast. I actually DM Gager, and I said, sucker him! And he goes, <laughs> he goes waiting for the PPV, the pay-per-view. <laughs> Joaquin Gage and Bob Stoffer. All is great in Oilerland. And uh, again, McDavid got his 800th. Leo Drysaddle got a 700th. And they didn't know what they were going to do with the puck. I've seen this. Have you cutting the puck in half and given half yeah. to each guy? You must have seen that. Uh, that's yeah. what I think they ended up doing. They were seen leaving the Oilers dressing room holding the puck together. Isn't that cute? So, uh, yeah, fun times in Edmonton. They avoided their fifth straight loss. And... They may make an appearance in the NHL top five, bottom five later on. In Buffalo, how about this one? Your Leafs. I turn that one on. I'm all horny to watch this game. I turn it on. It's 4 nothing Toronto before we even sat down. Did you watch it? Yeah. Wasn't even a game. I got a little bit. I had to watch it in the highlights, but I was following, getting the updates. And, you know, they're all excited because Ryan O'Reilly gets the hat trick and Mitch Marner five assists. So yeah. that seems to be working out, and they found a little magic there. So uh, good sign for the Leafs. Yes. I'm trying to find the YouTube feed. I got busy here visiting with Wes, and I'm not all ready to go, but that's okay. I can't get to any viewer comments. I'm just wondering if we'll hear from Jenna in Southern California, who every time the Sabres win, she's blowing up my Twitter yes. mentions. She's pretty quiet last night. In Washington, Pius Suter scored twice. Robert Hag ended a 75-game goal drought, and Detroit beat Washington 3-1. In Tampa, Nick Paul had the first of four Tampa Bay goals in a span of 5.55 in the second period. Braden Point, former Warrior, scored his 200th NHL goal, and the Lightning dealt Anaheim their sixth straight loss, 6-1. In Chicago, Totter Johnson scored the lone goal in a shootout, giving Chicago a 3-2 win over Vegas, and it's the Blackhawks' third straight win and stopped the presses. Do they not understand they're supposed to be losing? And we're going to talk about this later on in the top five, bottom five, Jerry, but prove to me that tanking happens. Chicago's won three in a row. San Jose is yet to deal off their parts, but they will. Nobody's tanking. Anaheim's lost six in a row, so close. they know what they're doing. That's the game I watched last night was the Vegas-Chicago game. And I'm like, no, clearly they're not tanking. You know, less than a minute to go. They could have mailed it in, down one goal. But Patrick Kane comes down, they, or they score. And then Patrick Kane almost won it with the slap shot of the top corner that just, you know, didn't beat the buzzer. And then they won it in the shootout. So, no, these players want to win every time they're on the ice. The coaches want to win, too. I understand if the GMs don't, but there's no tanking happening. Uh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, writes in. I, 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 I got the comments. Nelson wants to know, or he says, isn't it... Awful trying to watch sports on the East Coast. It's a struggle. But you know what? When it's minus 38 here, I'm willing to put up with the struggle and get up in the morning and catch the scores on SportsCenter. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to stop with the NHL stuff. There's a couple things here. Um, hmm, BW in, in Edmonton says, how cold? It's so cold in Winnipeg. How cold is it? The ice are moving west to Chilliwack. I need to point something out. I um, plugged in my U.S. phone, turned it on, and had a text from somebody in Winnipeg who seems a little miffed 
that I reported the ice are moving to Chilliwack, that the team's going to be sold, a, a sale forced, and the team's going to move from Winnipeg to Chilliwack, British Columbia. And I'm like, you've been around this game a long time. If it's not true, you got nothing to worry about. But can you imagine those poor guys and gals in that organization with the Winnipeg ice not knowing if the team's going to be staying in Winnipeg or not? Um, I will say this to him over the television. I'm not the problem, okay? If the owner had lived up to his promise and started a new rink or built a new rink by now four years later, we're not having this discussion, so don't come at me. But are you hearing, I'll hear more tonight because I'll be at the Regina Medicine Hat game. I'll be on the Tigers radio broadcast tonight. And I'll hear more from the hockey people tonight, but this is just what I'm hearing. It's the buzz, man. The airwaves are full of them at every league, right? They are. And, you know, the buzz, I mean, obviously I'm buried in this and, and I'm not getting the Western Hockey League buzz here in, in Atlantic Canada. But in this situation, yeah, and it's not even you need to have the rink built, even if you promised it. The league just needs to be confident that you're still going to live up to your word, even if you're late on and behind schedule um, and, and that there's any sign of it. The problem is there's no sign of it ever being built, like no sign. Like, there's less sign of this than there is of a CFL expansion in Atlantic Canada. That has more of a chance, it feels like. Again, don't come at me. (laughs) I'm just reporting what I heard, and I'm not the problem here. And I will say one last thing on the NHL. Adam Beckman. You remember Adam Beckman, the very handsome young hockey player from Saskatoon who played, starred for the Spokane Chiefs. He had his first goal in the NHL denied last night for the Minnesota Wild because the LA Kings called it back on a review for offside. And I'm like, Todd McClellan, the coach of the LA Kings, he's from Melville. He played for the Blades. Can, can you not just let this slide? So I know Adam Beckman's going to have to wait, Musa. He's been on this show, if you remember, Adam yeah. Beckman during the pandemic. So that was a bit of a heartbreaker. Um, pausing the breaking news that I mentioned. McLeod Bethel-Thompson, the quarterback of the Grey Cup champion Toronto Argonauts, lovingly known as Macbeth, has made his decision and he is going to the United States Football League and he will not be returning to the Toronto Argonauts. We discussed this here last week, Friday, with the voice of the Argos, Mike Hogan, about what was taking Macbeth so long to make his decision. He was the Aaron Rodgers of the Canadian Football League, just holding everybody up. Well, today he, we learn he's going to the USFL, and Wes is going to address that. He's shaking his head right now, but I don't know why. There's a cliffhanger. We'll see what Wes thinks about the Hall of Famer, McLeod Bethel-Thompson. So now it's Chad Kelly time in Toronto, which is maybe what they wanted all along. Back to hockey. Our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is this. Now, who's Canada's team, Canada's best NHL team? The poll for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center capitalized dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. The last I saw, like your options are the Toronto Maple Leafs, Edmonton Oilers, Calgary Flames, Winnipeg Jets. And just so you know, we did this poll, what, Moose, about 10 days ago? And we the did. Leafs won skating away if you will. Well, they had, sorry, the Oilers won skating away with like over 60% of the vote. Leading the way now, the Toronto Maple Leafs, based on one trade, but a pretty big trade. So people can vote on that for the next 24 hours, but are, are Leaf fans getting ahead of themselves by chance or no? Well, they're getting excited because every time there's a move made or somebody steps up that isn't Mitch Marner or Austin Matthews or William Nylander or John Tavares, they think, okay, 
this is what we were needing. This is the missing piece to get us over the uh, ledge here, or whatever you want to call it, and over the hill. And there might be there. It might be Ryan O'Reilly. They're probably getting too excited too early. But as of right now, they're the best team in Canada. The Oilers, what, just lost four in a row before the win? So they're not the best team in Canada. Um, the Jets would be in that conversation too. But yeah, this trade has made the Leafs uh, really, they're all in right now. Kyle Dubas and this group on an expiring contract, they're all in. Uh, interesting from the viewers. Uh, the, the, the account is Huge Benno. I'm not sure who this guy is, but he writes and he says, Hey, RP, love the show as always. Have to drive to Calgary this weekend to check out the saddle dump and the trash flames. <laughs> Sounds like an oiler flame. Yeah, right. He goes, my annual Benno mania trip isn't off to a good start. Hashtag pray for Benno. Aren't the Flames on the road? They're at Arizona tonight, and I think they're going into Vegas. <laughs> but I'll trust you if that's where you're going this weekend. I know where I'm going this weekend. Florida. So, yeah, I'll pray for you, Benno, but uh, why, why are you doing that? Life's about choices. I don't know what to say. You're going to Calgary. He's complaining about it. Then don't go. Rich in Edmonton, by the way, as I said, the orders avoided a fifth straight loss. Rich goes, all of those four Oiler losses were either an overtime or a shootout. Loser points. Yeah, but they're not happy with that. But again, he's always going to defend the orders. You're always going to defend your team. It is what it is. I'm going to do the top five, bottom five later on, Darren. Not yep. now. Okay. Uh, what else do I have here? From the NBA, here come the Hawks. News out of Atlanta. And what Wes doesn't know is since the last time we saw him, we're on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE Daily. Shout out Ryan O'Radio, who's opping the board down there and runs the whole darn show. The Atlanta Hawks fired coach Nate McMillan, who was unable to follow up on the success of leading the team to the 2021 Eastern Conference Finals. General Manager Landry Fields announced the firing Tuesday night. The Hawks are 29-30, eighth in the East. Now, that's not terrible, but Darren, we've been following the Hawks all year long. Everybody knows that, that watches this show. Hashtag true to ATL. They're an underachieving team with some of the best players in the NBA, right? Trey Young leading the way among them. So we'll see if it spurs them. But just so they know in Atlanta, we're following what's going on with the Hawks. Not as much the Falcons, but definitely yes. the Hawks. Point five is the Blue Jays. I'm not going to get into what I have here because we don't have time. Other than that, there's a story on the wire about Alec Manoa and his new teammate, Chris Bassett. They've become best friends at spring training. You know those stories, Wes, the, spring, the training camp stories. They're the, actually sometimes the best stories, right? Um, I'm into the Blue Jays, and, and I'm why? Two reasons. One, they're going to be good. And two, everybody around here in Western Canada is talking about the Blue Jays, man. It's nice. I know. And out here, too. They're excited. You know, the Blue Jays are obviously on the highlights every night and stories yeah. on them throughout the day. But it's, it's a good story. When, when you've got a team that's contending, you understand why baseball is so big in markets like New York with the Yankees. They're always good. You know, they always got a chance. And so if the Jays can have that sustained success, yeah, they're going to they're gonna grow and people are going to talk about them across the country. And this is always the best time of year for that spring training time. Remember even remember back year one, we got excited. We ordered hot dogs in the bunker. We watched spring the opening training. day. Absolutely, Like that was really cool. So well, yeah, I'm excited for the Jays. 
It's just the way people are. I used to think it was just around here, but it's the way people are in general. Years ago, I used to do a daily Blue Jays report on my radio show. You might have heard of it, the Sports Cage. I put a Blue Jays update on my website daily. And this was like about 10 years ago, and people were writing in going, why are you doing that? Nobody cares about the Blue Jays. Oh, well, I care because I grew up a Blue Jays fan, but you don't care? Oh, because they're bad. Now they're winning. So all of a sudden, everybody cares. Oh, okay, now I'm supposed to, okay, now we'll talk about it. You know, I used to always yeah. run around wondering what people wanted. And now I realize, we'll just talk about what I want. It's what's made the show so much more interesting right. for the listener. As Neil Page would say, Moose, I think uh, we're done with you. Maybe not. We'll check in. Later. Stay by call. your phone. Yeah, okay. I Thank will. you. Appreciate you. Later. Live from the Canada Winter Games in Prince Edward Island, Darren Moose DuPont. Okay, you've been waiting for it. We've been teasing it. The West Cates joins us next. Rough Riders alum, Stampeders alum, and people want to get your thoughts and my thoughts on McLeod. Bethel Thompson of the Great Cup champion Argos jumping to the USFL and whatever other football topics come up. We're live on Game Plus Television, live streaming on YouTube and on the radio. WQEE the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Because it's a heave-ho, hi-oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? US slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, here we go. 902-518-3033 is the number to text into the studio. We are in the bunker here in the sweatpants capital of the world. IKS Media. Let's bring him in here. Darren, uh, not Darren DuPont, my co-host now, Wes Cates. What are you laughing at over there? You the, and the sweatpants capital. There are a lot of sweatpants roaming around Saskatchewan on any given day, right? <laughs> you guys got the mic working? I can't hear him. No? Is it just me? It's good now. It's good. Okay, I can't hear him very well, but if you guys are happy with it, I'm happy with it. Okay, we got a lot of things to get to. Second all-time leading rusher in Saskatchewan Rough Riders history, the pride of Columbus, Ohio. Who else is famous from Columbus, Ohio? Columbus? Uh, Buster Douglas. Beat Mike Come on! Tyson. The fighter. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah, that's probably a little-known fact, right? Yeah, no kidding. Okay. Yeah. Wes Cates and Buster Douglas. <laughs> he won. Before we get to the football, this is awesome. Great guy over here. He wanted to chime in on the hockey talk. Yeah. So you go ahead, man. You've been in yeah, Canada well, long enough. Yeah, we started talking about Connor McDavid, and I was like, oh, another Connor, Connor Bedard. 
playing in Regina, and we're talking about teams tanking. My Blue Jackets are at the bottom of the league. They're 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 about to make a turn though for the better soon. But they could be the team to get Connor. And I'm actually going to go watch Bernard play this Friday. So I'm excited to see maybe he'll be the guy that sparks the turn around for the Columbus Blue Jackets. If I don't know, there's probably half of the listeners don't even know Columbus has a hockey team. But, <laughs> I'm shocked hey. you do, and you're from there. But I got walk it by. I'm getting excited to be with Wes. I have to remind myself it's not Sports Center. This is a talk show. It's not Sports Center. Um, we talk about fun things, and I will just say this: there's a guy in town that does jerseys. Princeton puts the name on the back. His name's Torchy Simpson, and he used to be the Pats trainer. Now he opened his own business. He said these Bedard jerseys, by far the most he's ever done. And Darian Durant jerseys, Weston dressed by even <laughs> Kate's. Have you seen anything ever like this hype over a 17-year-old Connor Bedard? I don't really understand it. I, all I know is that he was already hyped up, and then all of a sudden the juniors happened, and they were like, oh, this just solidifies even more, that he's just that much better. But he's a kind of small kid, so yeah. I'm like, is he that nice with the stick? Like, That's he, what it is. Yeah, he's just that great on the skates and that nice with the stick handling, huh? I mean, I want to see, I really want to see it pan out, but you know, size matters in, in professional sports, and he seems a little slight, slight in stature. Maybe you'll hit a growth spurt, but I mean, Obviously, there's guys that are that caliber in the league and have, you know, the goons protect them and all that good stuff. So we'll see how it works out for the kid. I'm they say for him. he's going to be Especially if he goes to the Blue Jackets. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope he doesn't because I've said we'll never hear his name again if he yeah. goes to Columbus. Sorry. Um, Jen from the Four Seasons writes in, and let me just say, she goes, are you going to the Pats game tonight, Roddy Wiener Wednesday? Yes, I'll be there. Two for one hot dogs in the Brand Center. Now we move to football. McLeod Bethel Thompson Pretty big name, uh, spent a long time in the NFL, won a Grey Cup with the Toronto Argonauts last season, but was on the bench on the sideline when Chad Kelly, Jim Kelly's nephew, marched the ball down the field for the winning points for the Toronto Argonauts. McLeod has made the decision. There it is on the screen. He's going to the New Orleans Breakers of the United States Football League. As You're an analyst. You're on the radio here with Rough Rider Radio, West. So what do you think about this move? I mean, how much are the QBs get making down there? I, I Less than 100000 probably? Yeah, that's why I don't get it. I mean, I'm just kind of like, you you know, you're, well, I guess maybe he didn't feel like his spot was solidified with the Argos, but I just feel like once you get to a certain point in your career, it's kind of like just stability and, you know what I mean, just being able to know where you're going to be and not bouncing around and kind of trying to, set, you know, grow some roots and think about life after football starts to be a factor. So, Clearly, what's his, how old is he now? I mean, clearly he you got thinks, all the questions. He's, he's Wes. long. I mean, I just feel like he's older than he's acting younger than his age. I guess with some of these decisions. Well, he's, he's making. a he's a husband. He's a father. He's <laughs> yeah, thirty four. Yeah. You yeah. were done by thirty four. Way done. But you were a running back. Way done. I was three years out. Yeah, yeah. I made it to my thirties though. Proud of that. <laughs> As a back, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, a, here's the thing. Obviously, Wes and I go way back to two thousand seven. Actually, when you came in a trade from the Calgary Stampeders for Rob Lazio, a trade which frankly worked out for both teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Stamps fans would know this watching in Calgary right now. But I said to Wes, do you wish there was an XFL and a USFL when you played? Yeah. I said, hell yeah. Actually, there was. The XFL came in. So I graduated from college in 2001. The XFL, I think their, their inaugural season was 2001. And they folded the next year. So I would have been in that second 
year or that second season more than likely because I almost went to the NFL. So it was clear that I was probably going to get a chance in the XFL. And uh, it just didn't work out. And then I kind of bounced around training, looking for, you know, a chance in arena leagues and things of that nature. Played one year of arena in four years and then found my way finally up here to the CFL. It kind of happened right on time because I was in some good shape and then it worked out with me signing on with the stamps. But, yeah, the XFL, the more opportunities you have, the more chances you can get into a good organized sport and put your film out there, the better chance that you're going to get to play at the highest level. And I think – that, I'm glad that the XFL kind of is back for that reason. Everything happens for a reason. I never would have met you otherwise. And stop the presses. <laughs> I just Googled famous people from Columbus, Ohio. Get out of here with Buster Douglas and Wes Cates. Do you know Beverly D'Angelo's from Columbus, Ohio, the wife from National Lampoon's Vacation? Oh, Ellen okay. Griswold. She she popped up first. All right. <laughs> Damn. Come on, Columbus. No, <laughs> no. I had no idea. That, that, there are more that tracks in the sports world <laughs> yourself, Buster Douglas. But no, Beverly D'Angelo. Stop the presses. Ellen Griswold. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Well, I know there's a lot of yeah. There's people like uh, Marilyn Manson. He's from Ohio. I don't. Think I wouldn't Columbus. be admitting that. I know we're all over the board. <laughs> Ohio people, man. You, you watch your back, but you need us as friends. <laughs> if we <laughs> if you're watching in Ohio, by the way, right now live, shoot us a text, please nine zero two five one eight thirty thirty three. I think you're realizing, Wes, that. It's a big show. <laughs> hey, the greatest comedian in the world, Dave Chappelle, lives in Ohio. That's got to tell you Kay, something. There's a difference between being from there and living there. You choose to go where good people are. Why else would you go to Ohio unless there's good people there? Come on. It's like I'm cold. just saying. Yeah. Buckeye Cable <laughs> carries Game Plus television all across Ohio. That's where I became familiar with the three C's. Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus. Yeah, buddy. And why is it? It's, why is it that so many people leave? Trevor Harris is from Ohio, which would actually be a pretty good segue here uh, to get back on track. But I think that uh, we have good, like we have a lot of colleges there, good education system, a lot of good genes coming out of Ohio. But you know, we 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 uh, aspire to be more. So then we go and venture off to the big cities and and make our mark. That's Do you ever envision a day that? Because your wife's from Calgary. We've had this, long had this discussion, mm -hmm. but I've never asked where you think you'll end up. Yeah. Have you had that thought? I've thought about every winter, I think about where I'm, <laughs> <laughs> where I think I'm end up. Because I'm like, man, can I really do Saskatchewan winters for the rest of <laughs> I know I can't. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of places. And, and my family's starting to spread out all over the U.S., but I'd, I'd, I'd like to be a snowbird and, and kind of stay around Regina in the summers and then maybe live somewhere southern in the winter i got family in cali i got family in florida atlanta i got a couple cousins out there a few cousins out there so yeah yeah there's some options but maybe it'll be end up back in ohio hey it's a wonderful <laughs> spot in the summer but oh yeah. man i had to take my vehicle and park it underground in a heated garage <laughs> just for an hour today to thaw it up it makes a hell of right. a difference but anyways in the time we have left with wes Trevor Harris, one of the biggest names, and he's an Ohio product, mm. uh, signing with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And people seem to think that will be the cure for what ails the green and white. Do you? I think so. I think, well, we, got, we have to see how the rest – he's only one man, right? We have to see how the rest of the team pans out. But I feel like 
in this situation, needing to win right now, coaching staff and uh, management being on a short leash, Trevor Harris is a guy who, one, you want a quarterback who can read defenses, understands offense, can be merged with any offensive coordinator and do okay. I think Trevor Harris is that. Also, you want a guy – I don't want a quarterback who's some great athlete that all he's going to do is hold the ball, run around, and do everything himself. I want a guy who's smart enough to know that there's other athletes out here on the field with me, and I just want to get the ball in their hands quickly. I feel like Trevor Harris is that type of quarterback. He's not a guy who's going to try to run around and get yards with his legs as much. He's going to try to run the offense and execute the offense to the best of his ability, and I think he has enough arm strength – and it's definitely a smart enough quarterback to get that done. So I think this situation, Trevor Harris was the best the best option out there, really, for a guy who's been in the CFL and understands it. I, I'm surprised that they couldn't bargain and get, get that price tag down a little bit. But, uh, but, no, I think it was a great signing, and that's what they had to do to have a chance at, at coming out of the gate strong this year. That's why this guy's been such a successful analyst, a succinct, 90-second analysis on Trevor Harris, but is he going to cut down on the fact that they're the most penalized team in the Canadian Football League? I was looking this up the other yeah. night. He can only do so much. Yeah. I think I think if with if any if this offense gets any better, which I don't see it getting any worse, if they if he can move the ball and and keep the other offense off the field, stay in that 20 to 25-point range, putting up on the board. I think that Jason Shivers and the defense and the mind that he is and the players that they've been able to bring in can counter that with a defense that's going to keep teams under 25, and I think that's going to lead the wins. In it. And that's the type of offense that the Riders were always trying to have is ball control, you know, not turn the ball over, get first downs, and then put points up when they have a short field. And I think that Trevor Harris is the quarterback that can get that done. Did you go to the Grey Cup last year? Yes. Yes, I did. Wasn't trying to, but ended up going anyway. And I kind of knew, and I talked about this because it was this whole big thing, but Dinwiddie. So in 2007, when Dinwiddie was a quarterback for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, he went up against the Riders because Kevin Glenn got hurt and he played in Toronto and he lost. I thought that the football gods really owed Dinwiddie because he was in Toronto going against the Riders or going against Winnipeg. In Regina. With Winnipeg going against yeah. Ryder. Yeah. So the, all I was three, there. I the same three franchises were involved, and I just thought that he was put into a tough situation back then. He's worked hard to become the head coach that he is, and it, it all worked out. Yeah, yeah. You it ended up playing with him, did you not? Yeah, I was with him for, what, at least one season, maybe a season and a half. Yeah. What a great he's smart. guy. Yeah, he's, he's, tough on his, he's tough on his receivers, but he's just that type. He's just that great of a football mind that that's just – he just expects guys to not mess up on things. So he, he'll bark at a receiver or two, you know what I mean, when they messed up a route. But I knew that he was, you know what I mean, the type of guy who, who knew what he was doing out there and then maybe at times just physically wasn't able to get it done. But obviously he's a great coach. He's proven that in two years. When he was hired, people scoffed and said he wasn't ready. And I laughed my butt off. Right. Because he was 38, 39. If, if, if not now, when? Mm -hmm. And I knew he was going to be successful. You must have thought the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, I think I'm probably a different running back than most. But I used to, you know, have talk with the quarterbacks, Durant 
and Dinwiddie a lot and listen to how they were talking. I'm like, these dudes, you know what I mean? I was like, Dinwiddie knows what he's talking about. I, it just was obvious to me that he understood the game and given the opportunity could create a good offense, which then he could lead a good team. I'm going to wind it up with this and what a great visit it's been. Glenn Erickson is watching in Medicine Hat. He is a golf guy, a hockey guy, and a rider fan. And he says, guys, come on, Columbus, Ohio, Jack Nicholas." Uh, I didn't know that. The Golden I Bear. Didn't, yeah, I didn't Not know that golf either. guys here. <laughs> uh, but Glenn says, and I kind of got to go back and find it here. He made a very nice comment about you. That's why I'm trying so hard to find it. Okay. He said, there's never been a better. Here it is. I'm not sure the Rough Riders have ever had a more capable and consistent receiver out of the backfield than Wes Cates. I'm not sure if they have either. <laughs> How about that? I appreciate that. Uh, I miss watching you play, though, and that's the, I watched you play with George Reed, the guy that you were going to chase for number one all-time rushing yards and never get a catch. Yeah. And uh, George said that you reminded him of him. And oh, I yeah. thought that is a pretty good compliment. Yeah, I have an uncle that played in the CFL, and he used to say, well, my dad is his younger brother, and he used to call my dad Boom Boom, and he called me Little Boom Boom because he said, you know, running in between the tackles, I used to punish the defense, so he used to just right. get a kick out of it. And my uncle played for the Stampeders in Ottawa back in the day. Larry Cates, look him up. He was a two-way player. He did a lot. I'm writing it down. I like Big West better. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I, right. I do too. I probably okay. said now I'm going to have people trying to call me Boom Boom or something. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thank you, Wes. Appreciate you coming in. Yeah, they're always fun. All right. We got, is it Ian Mendez next? Awesome. We'll be right back talking some hockey with the Athletics' Ian Mendez. Stick around. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and uh, iHeartRadio and WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. All right, welcome back, everybody. Canada's favorite daytime sports talk show is on the air here in hour one, but we're on the air in 31 states on Game Plus TV and WQEE Radio in Atlanta, all across Canada on Game Plus TV. And we're very excited. I didn't know this. Ian Mendez, can we bring him in from The Athletic? Everybody knows him, I would think, from TSN Ottawa fame. Hey, Ian, nice to see you. Clark says he's been trying to get a hold of you for a long time. We finally got you on the program at a, at a great time with a couple weeks away from any trade deadline uh, I'm wondering in your part of the world what's it like as we get close to March 3rd well I'll tell you what um, you know covering the Ottawa Senators they're a team rod that right now they're on the fence right are they a buyer are they a seller we can't quite uh, figure out what they are uh, but it's been a little bit more exciting around here uh, this season compared to previous years at least they're kind of in the race this time around and maybe they can talk themselves into being a buyer and uh, not a not a seller but um, it's certainly interesting right now, and it feels like to me that Eastern Conference race for the last wild card spot. I, mean, I guess you could put Pittsburgh in the mix too, but uh, it feels like there are uh, basically six teams battling for one spot there, and it's you know Buffalo and Detroit and Washington, Florida and and Ottawa's there too. So it's uh, it, it should be pretty interesting leading up to March third. 
I hear from our Ottawa viewers where we're available on Rogers Cable and throughout Ontario on Kojiko too that we don't talk about the Senators enough. And I get it, but I'm like, guys like Ian, talk about them enough for everybody. We don't have to. But going into the year, Ian, there was a tremendous amount of optimism around the hockey team. You know that. You were there. So what's the view now? Yeah, I, yeah what's the view now on the way it's unfolded? Yeah, it's it's a great point, right? I, I think you can make an argument, Rod, that the Ottawa Senators were the most um, maybe hyped or certainly there was the most excitement coming out of the summer because it was the summer of Pierre. Pierre Dorian got Claude Giroux to come home. Pierre Dorian uh, traded for Alex Debrinkit. He brought in Cam Talbot. They did all these things that I think were uh, lined up with a win-now mentality and then we got to November and they kind of stumbled out of the gates like they usually do. And everyone thought, here we go again. But to their credit, December and January, Rod, they've been a plus uh, 500, better than 500 team. They've been pretty good. It was a, a tough game losing to uh, to Boston, but a lot of teams uh, have lost to Boston this year. Um, this is a critical stretch for them. I think the feeling around them is cautiously optimistic. And we're all on the fence. And these next four games, they play at Carolina on Friday, at Montreal on, on Saturday. Then they have the rare two games in a row at home against Detroit. I think after those four games, we're going to get a better sense. Are people going to be nudged? If you're on the fence, you move towards the more optimistic, positive side. Do you get nudged towards the negativity and the cynicism? I think we'll get the answer after these four games. Tell you what, we talk about your work at uh, at The Athletic. I'm a subscriber, have been since pretty much day one because I appreciate the quality journalism, Ian. And there's a great column there right now from Eric Duhatchik about which selling teams have the realest assets to give. And it's, it's, it's like it's not what you think necessarily. Like Jonathan Taze probably won't be moved now because of his health situation. And Patrick Kane only wants to go to one place. It's the Rangers. I would say that it's a worthwhile read. Is there too much buzz and conjecture out there right now about this trade deadline? Because it's hard to keep straight. You know what? Usually, and I do think that we in the media are guilty of, you know, the the trade deadline becomes overhyped, right? And, and, and look around. The other sports don't treat the trade deadline in the same circus-like manner that we do, at least on this side of the border. Um, but I will say this year's trade deadline does feel different. And if you think about it, Rod, we've seen big names. Bo Horvat has moved, and Vlad Tarasenko has moved, and uh, Ryan O'Reilly has moved, and those are big names. Then we're seeing other guys like Jake Chikrin pulled from the lineup for trade-related reasons. I don't think we've had a trade deadline this active this early where so many assets are moving around. Patrick Kane, you're right. It's a fascinating story. What happens to him? Does he decide to stay in Chicago and kind of cement his legacy in that town? Does he go to New York? Does he go somewhere else? Um, it, it's a really interesting one. And and the team that I'm the most interested in is San Jose. And they have two pieces, one in particular in Timo Meyer that it feels like it's a done deal. He's going to get moved somewhere. But the other is Eric Carlson, who is having a uh, almost a historic season on the back end. He's got a lot of term and, 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 and dollars left on his deal. But could he be moved? So, this is this is a year in which I do think the market is flooded with legitimate assets. As I mentioned, we've seen some of them move already. And I think between now and, and March 3rd, which is basically eight days away, or whatever, nine days away, I think there's going to be some more moves. What's interesting, because I look at the goalies, and I'm a goalie guy. I was one slash M1, because I don't think you ever uh, give that up. The only goalie available is Cam Talbot that I've seen on all the lists. How do you feel about that, and do you think he does get moved? 
You're right. And, and you know, look, the trade deadline isn't a time in which you often see goalies get traded, right? I think Ryan Miller got moved to St. Louis years ago for a first. And, you know, the odd time you do see those types of trades happen, but it's pretty rare. Usually you're kind of looking for a top 4D or like a middle six winger or whatever it is. Goaltender isn't usually on the list, but I look at the, the teams out there and I look at, you know, Seattle and I look at LA and I there's some teams that are playoff bound that I think have some question marks uh, in, in goal. Um, Cam Talbot's an interesting one because he, if you remember last year, Rod, he was playing so well in Minnesota. It was all systems go. And then they did make one of those rare goalie trades, right? They brought in Marc-Andre Fleury at the deadline and Cam came to Ottawa. And I think the feeling was he was going to be the guy and, the problem has been injuries. I've, I've, I haven't minded the way Cam Talbot has played. It's just he's been hurt, and he should be back for Friday night in Carolina. But here's here's the catch twenty two: if Talbot plays well in these in, you know these next three games, you know it kind of maybe pushes Ottawa back into the playoff race, and they all of a sudden I think they hang on to Tam, Tam, Cam Talbot. If Cam Talbot struggles out of the gate here and Ottawa's out of the playoff race. Well, what does this do for his trade value? This guy has just missed the last month, and now he's playing flat hockey. So it's a it's a hard one for me to envision a scenario where Talbot gets traded before March 3rd. Uh, Ian, we don't have a lot of time, and I have two burning questions for you. Uh, just quickly, I meant to get into who the Stanley Cup favorites would be, and I haven't today, but I want to hear, who do you think will be in it? Exclude the Sens, please, not the team you cover. <laughs> I won't, I won't hold you to it. Who would you pick for Stanley Cup final today? You know what? Give me, look, I really like Carolina from day one. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I think a lot of people sleep on Carolina, and maybe it's the market, and maybe it's because Boston's having a great year, and maybe it's because Tampa and Toronto, everyone's already looking at that showdown. I like Carolina, and I like them a lot. Now, the goaltending's a little iffy, but I like I like Carolina. I like I like what Rod Brindamore uh, has done with that program. Uh, in, in, in the Western Conference, I mean, the team I'd love to see is Winnipeg. I mean, who wouldn't like to see a team that, uh, you know, a lot of us thought had, had passed their expiration date uh, with, with that core with the Wheelers and the Shifleys, and they bring in Rick Bonus, and we thought, well, they're trending in the wrong direction. They've been really good. And, and I think the, the key to, to Winnipeg is Connor Hellebuck. And when he's playing like Vesna Trophy winning Connor Hellebuck, I like that team a lot. So you know what? I know it's an unconventional final. But I, you know, give me Winnipeg, Carolina. I think I'd like to see that. Thank you for the answer. And I just see on your Twitter, proud Carlton U journalism alum. Speaking of alum, are you not score alum like myself? Isn't that where you started? No, Sportsnet. I was a Sportsnet guy before. Boo. Uh, before they. Boo. But, 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 <laughs> but then Sportsnet and the score ended up merging kind of, right? Yes. Right, right, right. I thought you were in that that gang with us. All right, Ian, keep it up, man. Appreciate it. I love the athletic. I really do. Um, great stuff there. And enjoy the run, man, because it's going to get a lot more fun. Hey, always uh, great to join you, Rod, anytime, and thanks for having me. Ian Mendez, senior writer from The Athletic out of Ottawa. We'll be right back with a sports update. Audience takeover. Sammy Cosentino coming up in hour two. We're live on Game Plus TV. The number to write in right there, 902-518-3033 with whatever is on your mind today. We're also live streaming on YouTube, iHeartRadio, and WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
Because it's a heave-ho. Hi. Oh, stealing wheat and barley. Such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? Lewis slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, tell me, have you noticed anything different? Director Jordan switched out the uh, the microphone. He says it sounds better. What is it more resonant? It is. Uh, yay. Okay. Breaking news today from the Canadian Football League. McLeod Bethel-Thompson has made his decision. He is signing with the USFL's New Orleans Breakers. I applaud it. I want the best for everybody. If that's what he wants to do, good for him. Um, Stephen in North Dakota watching, he writes and he says, Greetings and hallucinations from sunny minus 14 Fahrenheit, Minot, North Dakota. Do you have any Macbeth lynchisms or zingers about his departure? Uh, no. Not right now. Not off the top of my head. The news isn't even an hour old. But English was my favorite subject. I don't know about you guys. How about our usual Rod Squad? What was your favorite subject? Mine was English. It's what I excelled at the most. Red Macbeth. Out! Out! Damn spot! But you can't tie that into McLeod Bethel Thompson. So that, that, that's as good as you get. From the Western Hockey League Tuesday, Atlee Calvert. Sorry, Wednesday, Atlee Calvert. What day is it? From Tuesday in the Western Hockey League, Atlee Calvert had two goals and an assist as the Moose Jaw Warriors down the visiting Lethbridge Hurricanes 8-4. Bad roadie for the Canes out here. In Victoria, Nico Mayatovic had a hat trick. Scott Retzlaff earned a 21-save shutty, and the Seattle Thunderbirds scored an eighth straight victory, topping the Royals 8-0. Uh, boy, Seattle is on a heater. Prince George, B.C., Tyler Brennan's 34-save effort helped the Prince George Cougars deal the playoff-bound Portland Winterhawks their fifth straight loss, 3-1. From the Canadian Football League, this is old news. Enoch Mwamba will help the Toronto Argonauts defend their Grey Cup title. The 6-foot, 230-pound linebacker capped the 2022 season in impressive fashion, winning the Grey Cup and top Canadian in the game. He is re-signed with a boatman. Montreal Alouette signing defensive lineman Vincent Desjardins and receiver Jake Hardy to one-year deals. They're both Canadian. And the Ottawa Red Blacks have hired Jakeen Bradley as defensive backs coach. He spent last season in that same position with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. This sports update is brought to you by Landmark Cinemas, proud partners of the RP Show. 902-518-3033. Um... I don't understand. There are people writing in with things they'd like us to talk about. You don't understand. It's the Rod Peterson show. It's not the you show. What is it about this room that make? What is it, Clark? People seem to think they're going to tell me what to talk about on here. I'm not talking about curling. Not today. 
Um, so Moose is coming in next hour, hey? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Swerve is watching in Calgary. I love the name Swerve. He writes in and says, so Rod, were you a flop around goalie or a butterfly style? I was a stand-up goaltender. Neither. Yeah, John in Winnipeg says, uh, John Ohm, he says, last minute of play in hour one. He says, rumors, rumors, give me facts on Pierre-Luc Dubois. No. No. Watch Winnipeg Sports Talk for that. I'm not getting into He still plays for the damn Jets, and they're not going to trade him and probably not even re-sign him until the season's over, so please stop talking to me about Pierre-Luc Dubois. That's not what we're going to talk about here. Uh, anyways, I was playing goal one of the last times that I did before my doctor told me that I had to retire. Um, and the guy said to me that I was playing with Drew Hobrick. Do you know him, Clark? Droopy Drew? He goes, Roddy, I love your style. Stand up goalie. Swatting pucks away. That was the way we were taught to do it. The phrase, don't leave your pins. Don't leave your pins. I learned it in the Western Canada Summer Goaltender School. You don't forget that stuff. Stand up goalie. Google it. Moose will be with us next hour, live from the bunker, here on Game Plus and the Key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.